Welcome back. It's the Game Stoppers. Oh boy. We got another good one today. We got big trades that happened. Happened. The keyword has happened. I, you know, I don't post daily. Obviously, school's a thing. Uh, and that's no excuse, but content's hard for at this point in time during the year. We got we gotta wait till that sports is on fire. Anyway, we got the CJ Gardner Johnson trade that happened yesterday. I'm recording on the 31st of August, so it happened yesterday. Then Jalen Rager just got traded today for a seventh and a fourth. So I'll talk about that. Well, I'll just keep it. That's going to be quick. So I'm just going to say right now that Eagles are looking pretty good. On top of that, Pat Bev uh, got traded last week to the Los Angeles Lakers. We'll talk about that too. And then we got some, we got some NBA award predictions. See what happens. Now, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, 24 years old, on the last year of his deal with his rookie contract, goes over to the Philadelphia Eagles, and they are looking phenomenal. Phenomenal. I mean, let's look at their team real quick. They got on the offensive side. We're not going to defense yet. That's where the money maker is. We got to go, you know, we got to go to the offense. So starting off, Jalen Hurts. Well, I like him. I really do. I like his game. He has some really, really, sky's not the limit for him, especially with the team that he has now. Backing him up, Gardner Minshew. Minshew mania. That guy. He's awesome. I, I liked him in Jacksonville. And, you know, you might be wondering, well, why is he awesome? Because he has a mullet and a mustache. Why else is he awesome? There's no other reason. That is a country quarterback right there. I'd want him as a backup. Plus, he's nice like that. He's nice. He could throw really well. He has a really good pocket presence. Running back, eh, it's okay. Uh... Miles Sanders is okay. Kenneth Gainwell is okay. Boston Scott's okay. Only, only thing that helps him out is Stefanski's scheme. And his scheme is run, 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 run. Well, when they run, they're the best in the league because that offense is sick. Obviously, Brandon Brooks retired. Still a good offensive, offensive line, that is. Receivers made some upgrades. This is an upgrade. I'd say it's a pretty good upgrade. A.J. Brown, obviously we know he's there now. It's been out for a while, but it's got to be reinstated that the Philadelphia, because I feel like no one talks about it. The Philadelphia, ugh, wow, tongue twister, the Philadelphia Eagles and A.J. Brown. Number one, I will say this almost every time, talk about a former Titan or a Titan colonel. Currently, when you play with Ryan Tannehill, you just don't get better. You're good, like Jarvis Landry. He was good. Well, I mean, he still is good. But A.J. Brown's going to be a lot better now. Now you might be saying, well, Jarvis Landry, he's not that good. He didn't really play well for the Browns. He was injured a lot. It's the Browns. 
Not much of an upgrade. Now, as with the Saints, I like James Winston. See what he does with him, Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry. That will be a fun team to watch. And Alvin Kamara, who's a passing back. Another guy, Devontae Smith. We saw he was one of the best rookie ride receivers last year. Obviously, the best was Jamar Chase, hands down. We could all agree on that. All hold hands and say Jamar Chase is the best rookie receiver of last year in the 2021-2022 season. We could all say that. That's a pretty obvious statement. But I like Devontae Smith. He absolutely cooked my Broncos last year. He, I think he mossed Sertan. Crazy. Another guy I like on that team. I like Dallas Goddard. I like tight ends. I'm a big dude myself, so I got to give every big man love, whether it be offensive line, defensive line, tight end, centers, power forwards. Those are big men. They don't get love. Big men do not get love. They – in coaches' eyes, they love to see him, but they usually only see one thing if, if the coach doesn't understand the life of a big man. Let me give you an example for all you five foot six people. If no offense, no offense. Actually, take offense. I I don't care. But for big guys, if a coach sees you and he does not know big man life, let's say uh, you are just trying out for a football team. He will look at you and say, wow, that is a great lineman right there. I'd love that guy. I'd love that guy to block. Or I'd love that guy to pass rush that quarterback. You could say that you're a quarterback. You could say that you could catch the ball and be a tight end. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Big, put that big body to use. Another thing, basketball. If you are a big man and you are like, Yes, I'm a center. And they're like, absolutely. I totally agree that you are a center. They are not thinking, wow, center that could shoot, center that could dribble, center that could pass. They are thinking center that could rebound. Yay. They're not thinking anything else. I'm sorry. Wake up. Anyway, back to the Eagles. So Dallas Goddard, I love Dallas Goddard. He had a phenomenal year yet last year, and he's also young. That whole team is young. It's pretty much under 27 for the starters. 28, I'd say under 28. I, I'm not too sure how old Dallas Goddard is. Kind of just heard about him last year, which is weird. I usually hear about him a lot earlier. Offensive line, I love ah, – I'm a butcher his last name, but I don't really watch many Eagles games either. But I know enough for highlights and stats. I like Pro Football Focus for stat reasons. I think that they are a very reliable website. And I like Jordan Melata. We're going to go with that. I like him. He's one of the best tackles in the league. Left tackles, that is. You know, I think Rashawn Slater is probably better, better than him. But I put... Melada right behind him easily. I wouldn't put anybody else behind him. Melada's right behind him, literally. Like behind him to the point where his middle finger, if he stretches his arm out really far, could touch him. Another guy on that, he's a vet and I like him. I like Jason Kelsey. Really like him. Everybody likes him. I mean, come on. How do you not like Jason Kelsey? Personally, my favorite Kelsey. I'm not a big fan of Travis. Is it because he's in my division? Absolutely. Glad you understand my bias. Jason Kelsey, though, I like him. He, he's gritty. He works hard. Not saying any NFL player does not work hard. You obviously worked hard to get to your position that you're at now. But I like Kelsey because I just 
he can run block really well, and it's awesome. I love seeing Lyman pancake, and that is a dude that can pancake well. And he's pretty much been a solid center his whole career. He's been one of the best. Obviously, Travis Frederick, you could definitely say, was the best during that whole time that he was in the league. You could say that. I like to say Kelsey was definitely strong, too. Uh, last year, I'd say Creed Humphreys was, not Corey Lindsley. Wow. I Last podcast, couldn't remember Corey Lindsley's name, but now I can remember. Crazy. Jason Kelsey, though. One of the best centers in the league. I'd definitely say top three. If you say he's not top three, you are on something. Like Stephen A said, get off, stay off the weed. Uh, right tackle, love Lane Johnson. And one of the best right tackles. It's such a thin position. He's not the best. I'd give that to Tristan Wirfs all day, every day. Lane Johnson, though, definitely top five. Maybe you could say top three. I mean, there's Ryan Ramchek in there. That's pretty hard. And Lyle Collins. But I say top five to not get people mad. But I'm going to just – you know what? I feel like I'm on demon time. So I'm going I'm to say this man is number two. Number two for right tackle, right behind Wirfs. Oh, here comes the fun part. The defense. Ah, I love defense. Love watching defense. I – I'm one of the few people that actually liked watching the Rams Patriots Super Bowl because that was a big defensive battle. It was awesome. Didn't like the outcome. I would like to see McVay win. Obviously, wind up did last year, but that's all right. We got Brandon Graham. Older careers kind of regressing. We're kind of seeing that now, but still a really solid guy to have, especially for vet. Another guy, Fletcher Cox. Still a really good defense tag in the league. Not the top tier that he was two, three years ago, but still a very, very solid player. Now, Javon Hargrave is an upgrade that they got. Love Javon Hargrave. Wait, I think he's an upgrade. He's younger than Fletcher Cox. Maybe could be better this year. But what I meant by upgrade is I meant Jordan Davis. I was looking at the name and I was looking at Javon Hargrave, so it was kind of like, Ugh. came out weird. Like Javon Hargrave, though, he's really good. He could really plug up a run. I mean, they they could stuff a run. That whole defense could definitely stuff up a run. Jordan Davis, they just drafted. Big boy, if you watched him when he played with Georgia, big boy. I would not want that man running at me full speed because he's also quick, too. He, he could be close to Aaron Donald. I know that's a lot to say, but he could be if he puts in that time and effort into his game and really studies hard. Another guy that I like, young. Uh, I like Josh Sweat. He's good, off the edge, solid. He was pretty good last year, I thought. Uh, backing him up is Derek Barnett. That's a good backup if. Josh Webb, let's say, plays bad through this season for some reason. They got Derek Barnett. So here comes the upgrades. Hassan Reddick and N'Kobe Dean is their linebacker. Oh, and Kazir White. I love Kazir White. Wait, I think he's good too. But N'Kobe Dean, I was so, 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 so very upset when we decided to draft Nick Benito over N'Kobe uh, Dean. 
Middle linebacker is such a struggle for us right now. We don't have a solid middle linebacker. Now, I could talk about my Broncos a lot better than I can about any other team. It's the same thing that goes with my Denver Nuggets. Your favorite team, you know that you follow them more than you do any other team. Now, I follow every other every team except for the Raiders because, you know, Raiders and the Jazz. I don't like the Jazz, but I follow every team equally. Besides the Broncos, the Raiders, the Jazz, and the Nuggets. Jazz and uh, Nuggets and Broncos, I follow a lot more. Jazz and Raiders, I don't care. Don't care. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I'm kidding, by the way. I, I do try to stay on top of both because obviously the Pat Bev trade I'll be talking about and Donovan Mitchell, see where he'll land. It's probably going to be a three-team trade. Anyway. I'm getting a lot off topic here. You know, I'm, I'm just so excited to be back. It's been too long. Anyway, going back. Hassan Reddick came from the Panthers. Really good addition. He's a really good pass rusher. He can definitely do some things. for. He did phenomenal for the Panthers last year. I still think the Panthers will probably be good this year. Like I said, last podcast, if you could check that out, that'd be very, 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 very kind of you. I talked about the standings and where I put the Panthers – Panthers fans might like. Kobe Dean, really good out of Georgia. They got two Georgia guys. He was phenomenal. He was definitely a field general for that team. He knew what was happening at all times. He knew where his players were supposed to be. His players slipped up even the slightest. He'd get on their tail and tell them, listen, you're not going to do this right now. This is a big game. Come on. He's smart, and I like that. I'd rather have a smart player than a very athletic player. That's just me, though. Corners. Actually, let's go defensive backs just in general. They got upgrades. Upgrades. Darius Slay, obviously, still there. One of the best corners in the league. You could even say he's a top 10 quarterback in the league. Came there last year. Played great football. Had a lot of forced fumbles and fumble recoveries. One being against the Broncos. We're not going to talk about that, though. Avante Maddox, another good corner. He's been there for a while, and he's just been solid. And then a new addition with James Bradbury. Had a, had a down year last year for the Giants, but the Giants were also pretty bad last year. The year before that, he was a pro bowler. He was really good, and I still think he could be really good, especially on a new team. You kind of When you get to a new team, a lot of players understand that. Obviously, I don't. I'm not a player, and I'm not even at the right age to be a player. But a lot of the players know, and I know, that when you go to a new team, that's a whole – like you feel kind of rejuvenated. You feel a little younger because you're like fresh start. I haven't been here. I don't know what this organization is going through right now, but I could definitely be a big part of this team. That's, I think, how James Bradbury will look at it. Like, I could be a big part of this team. I can make good stops. I don't have to be the corner number one. That is Darius Slay. Get a little lax off of me. Guarding the number two wide receiver, they move the number one wide receiver over to his area. He's fine. Now, this was a weakness over the preseason and the OTAs that the Eagles definitely noticed. They had a big, 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 big issue with the safeties throughout the whole preseason and they knew it and that gm he said listen i'm not letting this happen anymore and i like their gm i really do k 
Can't think of his name off the top of my head, but you know what? I just had it. That's the craziest part. Maybe he'll come back to me. I like him. He's awesome. He reminds me a lot of Patton. He, he makes good moves. And I like George pa Payton. Payton, sorry. I like George Payton, obviously. Broncos. He's doing well for us, and I like that. But for the Eagles, he saw that, and he said, I, I got you. He traded a seventh round and a fifth round for 24-year-old C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who is on the final year of his rookie deal, so they don't even have to pay him that much yet. Keyword is yet. So they get to keep this guy for a year on a very, 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 very small contract, and the fact that he has so much upside is crazy. I don't know what happened with the Saints, but they just tore up that defense. That defense looked solid still. Solid. Marcus Williams going over to Baltimore, and now C.J. Gardner-Johnson now over with the Eagles. Like, what are you guys doing? See what happens. But C.J. Gardner-Johnson, really good addition. I like that, if you couldn't tell. Eagles are looking really scary for the NFC. They could definitely make a good run for the Super Bowl. I still think Rams will make it, but they, they can make a good run. If Hurts, you know, a lot of people say he's overrated, and also a lot of people say he's underrated. There is no he is just right. He's like left or right with things, either overrated or underrated. I think he's – um. I don't know. I don't know what to think with, with him because he has made moments where – you're like, why are you throwing that? But he also has had bad wideouts. Like, you only had Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. That's not much to give him. And I think uh, Goddard, um, he couldn't get open a lot last year. He had a little down year. He was still good, but down year. Eagles had pretty much a down year. Brandon Brooks being injured. I think this, though – this whole team will be a lot better this year. Like I said, if you want to go look at the standings I did, check out last podcast, and you can see if I rank them higher than the Cowboys because a lot of people have them, the Cowboys winning uh, the division. See if I do or not. Let me give you a hint. I don't like the Cowboys. Oh, wait, that's every NFL fan base, all 31, not 32 because, you know, I don't think that they don't like the Cowboys. Anyway, move on to NBA. This one, I guess, fun. I haven't talked about NBA in a minute. In a minute. I don't... Last time I talked about the NBA was the finals. I actually, like, with the statistics and just getting full into depth with stuff. I just haven't talked about it until the, the finals. Pat Bev to the Lakers. Now, we know with the whole... Westbrook and Pat Bev, it whole issue. See what those two do together. There's some con like conspiracies that Westbrook might get traded. There's some things that oh they won't work out. But some came out today that Pat Bev said, "Listen, we're going to both work hard." Well, that's what teammates are supposed to say until you get traded. I like the addition. I do. They need. They need grittiness. They need someone to be on top of players. LeBron does it pretty well, but he also doesn't at his older age. He likes to whine a lot. I'm noticing that a lot. Pat Bev, I think, will get gritty with each, with each player because 
let's be honest, everybody knows Pop, Pat Bev ain't a top 30 player in the league. He certainly, when it comes to trash talking and defense and, you know, that playing game, that was his finals. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Pat Bev to Lakers, if I were to really grade it, I'd grade it like a A-. minus. I think that's a great addition to the team. He's now the best percentage-wise three-point shooter on the team. So that's something. They need to make a move to get a shooter. They don't have any shooters on the team. And I said this last year. Everybody was like, oh, my God, this team is so stacked. They got Westbrook, AD, LeBron. I was like, listen, I didn't think about any of the healthy stuff. Like LeBron got injured a lot last year. Uh, AD was injured for most of the year. I didn't think about any of that. What I thought of is, yeah, who's going to shoot the ball, though? Who's going to shoot the ball, though? I, that was my thing. And I think I'm pretty sure I talked with uh, Athens about that. That was a long time ago. So if you want to try to dig that up, good luck. Go for it, actually. But I, I did say that I don't think the Lakers would be good. Am I a Lakers hater? Mm, yes and no. I liked the Kobe times. May he rest in peace. I liked watching those games. I didn't really start getting into basketball until 2015. I used to be a Clippers fan. I really liked watching Lob City. So, and then I moved back to the Nuggets when um, Jamal Murray was on the team, came onto the team. I liked watching him play. So, little, little, hey, that's how I became a Nuggets fan. Anyway, Pat Bev, Lakers B+. I don't know what the Jazz are doing. They're obviously going to rebuild. Donovan Mitchell, there's some speculations about him going to the Wizards. But, you know, we're going to talk about Donovan Mitchell next podcast. That That's more of a topic that needs to, like, kind of settle in. If it's not next podcast, then you'll know when. I'll tell you at the beginning of it. All right, we got some got some award predictions for the NBA. Now, I know it doesn't start till a month, September 30th. It's the Wizards against the Warriors. I'm excited. I'm I'm actually very thrilled for when it starts. I plan on watching a lot more than I did last year. I don't know why. I just wasn't big into it until really playoffs. But another thing that I'm getting into a lot cuz you know I got to expand. I want to know more. I'm getting more into sports every year. Uh, I'm going to watch more college football. I only watch college football for the playoffs, but I'm going to watch more than that. I watched most of NCAA basketball. That was fun. And I'm starting to get into baseball. So maybe next year I talk about baseball too. That'd be fun. Because I'm, I'm telling you, my knowledge of baseball going into this season was not good. And when I say not good, I knew like maybe 10 players. And that's of all time. Now it's a lot more, I promise you. It's like easily over like 150 players. We're getting better. Anyway, award predictions for the NBA. MVP. Actually, screw that. We're going to coach of the year. We're going from the bottom for the people that really, you're like, yeah, good for them. Because I'm going to leave MVP for last. Coach of the year. I got Steve Kerr. I know they lost some people. I know that. They lost Juan Toscano Anderson. They lost Gary Payton. Pretty big losses. But they're, they're youth. 
Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, and James Wiseman are all healthy. And you watch Steve Kerr pull off his magic that he did with Jordan Poole, and you watch what he does with those three. That team is still going to be stacked and great. Curry's aging like fine wine. Not that I know what that is. I don't know what that is. It is just a saying. It is just a saying. Um, Jay- Draymond Green still Draymond Green. He's still good. Still play defense. Uh, you know, Draymond will get Draymond numbers. And if you know what Draymond numbers is, then cool. But if you don't, I'm going to explain it to you. It is a triple single. Mm-hmm. Basically eight, nine, and probably nine, two. Occasionally you'll get an eight, nine, and 13, or an eight, 14, and seven. Usually the average is about five to eight points, if you can't understand what I was meaning by that. DPOY, I got Giannis. It's Giannis. Even though Marcus Smart won it last year, I just every year I'll probably have Giannis until someone proves to me that they are better defensively than Giannis. I still thought Giannis should have won it last year over Marcus Smart because I think Giannis is just so much better. You might say, well, he's just better because he's taller and has a bigger wingspan and has the hands that could fit over a watermelon. <sighs> Dude. Yeah, even though Giannis's hands can pretty much have my head for a basketball, like hold it like a basketball, does not mean anything. I, I'm sorry. Giannis is still phenomenal. That he's the great freak. I can't, I can't do that accent. So I'm sorry if that sounded bad. I really am. I don't, I don't, I didn't mean it that way. But I love Giannis. I think he's hilarious. Uh, I thought the funny thing was him discovering what was it smoothies i thought that was hilarious i love Giannis. he's such a kind guy but Giannis dpoy he's just great at defense and offense he's the most dominant player in the league right now prove otherwise to me please and if you could create a valid argument i'd like to see it this dude could play both sides of the court he plays 100 effort on both sides of the court he clamps up like it's nothing and on top of that, he could get from one end to the floor to the other. But I do I do have a sleeper pick. I really do for DPOY, and it's Zion. Zion's coming back. Hopefully he's healthy the whole season. Most of the season plays like 65 games. That'd be cool. I do have him as a sleeper pick. Zion is like that. Sixth man, I got Jordan Poole. It's not Tyler Hero this year. I think it will be Jordan Poole. He will... You know, most of the stuff is fan fan voting, so that's why I have Jordan Poole as well. Jordan Poole, young, very talented, as we saw in the playoffs, and I think that he could definitely take a big leap this year for six-man. And just in general, because he has so many vets on that team. He has a phenomenal coach, if not the best coach in the league, with Steve Kerr coaching him. So I I think that he will win six-man MVP. Now, I'm going to give you five seconds to guess who my MVP is, and I'll name three solid players. I'm going to name one being Giannis, two being Luka, three being Jokic again. Give you five seconds. Well, if you haven't already thought about who it is, I gave it to Luka Doncic. 
if you look at his numbers, I think he averaged pretty much 30 last year. Almost averaged a triple-double, the same thing as Jokic. I don't think Jokic will win it three times in a row. It's fan voting, and they probably wouldn't let that happen. Uh, Embiid's definitely a good candidate. I just don't think that he'll be better. I don't think Jokic is a top three candidate just based on him winning two back-to-back MVPs and a lot of people saying that he didn't deserve it. I will argue to the day I die that he deserved those two. I will. Uh, Giannis, I think, is definitely a really good candidate. He can play defense. He can rebound. He can pass. He's a really good shooter now. Could shoot from the mid-range very efficiently. Luka, though, I... He got an upgrade with Christian Wood, which is a huge upgrade in my opinion. I I think Christian Wood will be a lot better of a player. Goes back to my point. You go from a very bad organization with Houston. Now you're kind of being reju- rejuvenated with uh, the Mavericks, which is a better team. And you know it's a better team because that's Luka on it. Luka's literally the only reason that team is good. The same thing with Jokic. It's the same thing with um, the Bucks. I think. If they didn't have Luka. Jokic, Giannis, that those teams would be lottery teams. So I got Luka. I think that he'll average close to a triple-double this year. I think he'll probably go, I don't know, 31, eight and a half, and probably 10, 10 and a half assists a game. That's that's my prediction. And probably like a, a, a steal and half a block a game. There we go. That's my prediction for Luca. If I come back in the end of the year and I'm too shy of everything, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be so happy. I'm gonna be so happy. Anyway, thank you so much for listening or watching if you're watching this on TikTok. And I'll catch you next time. Peace.